You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode eight. So in today's episode, I am excited to dive deeper into a few different industry secrets that I've discovered on my journey to becoming a paid event planner. Now, if you didn't know, my background is that I went to beauty school when I was 18 and became a licensed master esthetician. So, you know, the girl that does your facials, chemical peels, microdermabrasions, laser hair removal, and eyelash extensions. That was my life, the beauty industry, for a very long time. And then I decided I wanted to put myself through college, and I couldn't decide on what I wanted to study, and so I chose culinary arts. Both of those careers have gotten me a lot of heat with people wondering how exactly I plan to use those and what I was planning to do with my life. And now it's kind of funny because I use them almost every day in my work being a professional blogger and event planner. So as I've come on this journey to become a professional event planner, um, I didn't go to school for events. I didn't have any sort of formal education in event planning. And so how have I been able to get paid thousands of dollars to plan events for big brands and influencers, as well as put on my own events. So I want to share those three secrets with you in today's show. So the first secret to becoming a successful event planner is to be seen as an expert. Now that may sound really intimidating and even scary, you know, how do I become an event planning expert? And before I tell you the secret, I'm going to tell you how I became an expert. So when I started planning events, I was sharing on my blog. I created a blog and during the evening times when my little baby was going to bed, I would upload pictures and start sharing my parties on the internet. Now the secret on how you become seen as an expert is just that you become a content creator and you start sharing what you're creating on a platform. Now, depending on what type of a person you are, there are three different platforms that are ideal. The first one is if you like to write, if you're the type of person that writing is easy for you and you feel like words just flow, blogging is probably going to be the best platform for you to share that with. It works really well because you can also share pictures and kind of talk about your process and what you've been creating. The second medium is podcasting. If you're somebody who likes to talk and you love sharing thoughts that way, podcasting is a great way to talk about your experience and to share that way. And the third way is if you love being on camera. If you love being on camera, then you need to start a YouTube channel or a Facebook group where you do regular Facebook lives. So a lot of people feel like they can't start sharing their experience or their creations online until they have so many under their belt. It it almost feels counterintuitive what I'm saying, but the truth is people love to be a part of the journey and everybody starts somewhere, right? And so when I started seven years ago, my parties were horrendous. You guys like, please, please go back to the beginning of my blog or even my Instagram and swipe all the way to the bottom. It's really bad. And it's funny because people that I run into sometimes, or if I'm out and about, sometimes I'm at Costco and somebody will say, are you Chelsea from housewife to hostess? And it's so funny to me because 
Um, I do local dance parties here. And so I think there's a little bit more notoriety for me because of that, but they're like, Oh yeah, I've been following you for years and it's been so much fun to watch you grow and to be a part of the journey. And that's it, right? It's sharing is what makes you the expert. So in this day and age to be considered an expert, you just have to have a following of people who believe that what you're putting out is good. And that's it. And that makes you the expert in this day and age. And the thing that's so wonderful about party planning is anyone can do it. And anyone who's passionate about creating a fun space for friends and family to come and hang out, they can be an expert. And so you have to find and grow this audience of people that love what you're putting out. And the good news is that everybody starts at the same place. So I want you to think about, you know, your intention and your strategy for what you want to do with your event planning talents. And if that is to get paid, you absolutely have to have a platform where you are sharing content and thoughts and ideas to let other people know that you're not only serious about this, but that you're a bright mind and an industry leader. And that is what makes you the expert is enough people saying, yeah, they're good. They're really good, right? So don't be afraid to share wherever you are starting. Make sure that you are documenting and sharing your journey. So this podcast is a really good example of me kind of stretching out of my comfort zone to start something new that is difficult, you know, like coming up with episode content where I can't use pictures, where I can't use visuals that I rely very heavily on in my other mediums has been a little interesting. But to be honest, I'm only eight episodes in and I'm thinking, oh, I actually really like podcasting. Why didn't I do this sooner? Because I love to talk. So it's been so fun for me to kind of stretch my wings a little bit and to try something new. So secret number one, to be seen as an plan. Okay, so secret number one to being seen as an event planning expert is to start sharing your content. And that's what makes you the expert. So diving, so let's dive into secret number two. Secret number two is that you can run your entire business, including what you're sharing on your different platforms using one tool. I'm sure you already know what it is, and I'm sure you're listening to this podcast using that tool, and it would be a smartphone. A smartphone is basically a little computer in your pocket, you guys. Like the cameras on smartphones are incredible these days. The amount of access that you have to things, the thing, the amount of abilities and things you can accomplish using your smartphone are invaluable. You can absolutely run a very successful, you know, full-time paying job completely from your phone. There are apps to help you with everything from calendaring to, you know, even the WordPress app to publishing and posting a blog completely from your phone. You can use apps like WordPress to do that. Um, for my podcast, I'm using an app called Anchor, which I literally just upload the podcast. I can do some small tweaks and edits if I'd like, and I upload it. And then Anchor takes care of all the rest for me. And I can do that using one tool, my phone. Also, YouTube. Your, your phone is a recording studio and editing machine. You can take your phone, put it into camera mode, go into iMovie and edit the movie and upload it to YouTube all using your phone. So in the beginning, I want you to know that the hardest part is like you'll feel like it needs to be perfect and you'll feel like you need to just you know, make sure it's as good as you can do. And the problem with that is it's never going to be good enough because I'm not trying to get you to learn how to be a movie editor or a podcast editor or a professional writer. 
I'm just trying to help you build a following of people who love what you create. All of that other stuff can come later. Working on your branding and working on your message comes from putting it out there. So just know, like in the beginning, not a lot of people are going to listen to it, just like this podcast, right? But that's okay because I know that the bigger picture is the longevity game, the strategy of putting it there to be discovered, to build my following, and to have people grow with me. I'm sure this podcast and this example is going to change tremendously between now, three months from now, and a year from now. It's going to change a lot. And what I'm hoping that you find is that you find your voice, you find your customer and who you're talking to, and you find how to reach them in a way that they want to hear from you that only you can do and in a way that only you can serve. Does that make sense? So hopefully um, you are recognizing that everything you need is in your hand on your smartphone and in your head, the beautiful ideas that you have that need to come out and need to be shared with the world. Um, Again, social media, leveraging platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, even the video platforms like Snapchat, YouTube, all of those, again, can be used from your phone. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and start building that audience. That is the one way that you will quickly be seen as an event planning expert. The other way that I have is probably to help you feel um, empowered to share often. If you're posting once a month, it's going to take you a very long time to build an audience. So as a lead by example, I am trying to post on this podcast every single day. And just saying that kind of makes me a little sick to my stomach because it's a huge commitment. But because I've done this before with a blog, I know that it just takes time to pour into whatever it is that you're creating because as, son, as, because as soon as somebody falls in love with you, what's the very first thing they do? If you thought binge, you were right. They're going to go and binge every single thing that you've done, every single thing that you've created. Because when somebody discovers you and you jive with them and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I love this person. I feel like they could be my best friend. They're going to want to know everything about you. And if you only have five or 10 things online, that's not enough. Like they're going to kind of forget about you and come back around. And you don't want them to do that. You want them to be immersed in your world and to really give them a place where they can feel inspired and either want to do business with you or can connect you with people who want to do business with you, right? So think about it strategically as you're moving forward with the content you're putting out. Again, it's not just to be narcissistic and say, what I'm doing is this and look at me and that. It's not like that. You need to put your work out there in order to inspire and serve others. And as event planners, it's easy to do because the things that we create are inspiring and they're beautiful and they make people happy. So honestly, it's a pleasure for me to share. I just need to get out of my head sometimes about not feeling good enough or not feeling like what I have to say is original because it is. The fact that you're putting your own spin on it makes it original and makes it good. So the third secret I wanted to cover are some new ways that event planners are getting paid today. Now, obviously, we all know about the traditional ways that event planners make money. Obviously, a client can hire you and pay you hourly. You can get paid by a client per project, or you can kind of do a combination of the two where um, you're getting paid by the project as a percentage and then an additional hourly, depending on extra hours that you work and things that you need to create to make that event happen. But what I discovered is being a stay-at-home mom who is wanting to work I discovered that event planners were actually getting paid to create content. And when I found that out and it clicked for me, like, wait, 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 
You're telling me that Target is paying people thousands of dollars to set up a party at their ba- in their backyard? Are you serious? I could do that. Or maybe they're featuring a room in their house that they redecorated, or they're sharing some party that they set up. If you've ever seen that and thought, I could totally do that, and you have the desire to do that, the answer is you probably could. And so you could actually get paid by these different brands. There's local ones, there's national ones, and these payments range from anywhere. I mean, I've been paid as little as $250 all the way up to $1,500 for a party post that I didn't have to leave my house for besides to buy the groceries and the supplies that they wanted featured. Isn't that amazing? And so I've started to actually leverage in my life, real life events and leverage them with the content creation events to get paid to do something I was already going to do. Let me give you an example. When my daughter turned five years old, she wanted to have a unicorn party. So I started pitching different brands this unicorn birthday party. And I was pitching them the different ideas and all of the details and what this party would look like and how it would feature this product. And I was selected and paid um, $1,400 to feature this unicorn party on my blog. Now, the beautiful part was normally I'll create party content and set it up and then shoot it like a photo shoot and then throw most of the food away. But because it was my daughter's birthday, I was able to leverage a real event. So I set this party up, we took pictures and I got it all set up. And then we set it up so that an hour later, when the children arrived for the party, um, they could enjoy the fruits of my labor, literally. And it was such a fun win-win and everybody had a great time. And I was just like, this is the best ever because I not only got to create this party, which made me extremely happy and brought me a lot of joy organically, but I was able to get paid for it, which is so cool. And I don't know about you, but before I became a work from home, stay at home mom, I worked as a salon manager. And when I worked at that salon, I was able to take it from making $250,000 a year Um, which sounds like a lot. It actually wasn't because it was a five chair salon. So think of five girls making, you know, 30 to $50,000 a year. Okay. So now you do the math. You're like, Oh, yikes. They, that, that salon wasn't very profitable, right? It just barely broke even. Um, so for that model, we actually took it and implemented business strategies to take that salon, um, from $250,000 a year to over a million dollars in two years, same five chairs, right? So we became very strategic in what we did and it paid off big time for the salon. So I understand the principles of using business and strategy to create a business that you love. And with hair and cosmetology girls and boys, they love to be creative. And like, it almost feels like getting paid to do something that they love. They would do it for free anyway. But I love how a lot of beauty professionals and especially in the salon world that we're taking the time to value our talents and to say, yes, I know I'm cutting hair and you can get a haircut for $7 down the road at a great clips, but this is an experience that we're delivering. And that's why we charge $65 for a haircut. It's not amazing. So, I mean, part of the strategy there was obviously raising prices and creating these girls as experts by having them share their content. They were sharing their hair transformations. They were sharing before and afters. And you build up a few hundred of those and people will research you before they want to do business with you. I know when I get my hair done by a new person, I do a ton of research and ask for a ton of feedback. And then that's the first thing I do is I Google them and I see what they have. So are you seeing here how putting out content regularly and often is crucial for you becoming 
an expert. And I believe that across whatever field, you absolutely have to contribute to the creative space because people are going to look you up anyway. So don't think that you're doing yourself any favors by hiding out and keeping your talents hidden from the internet because you're not, you're just, you're really just preventing the inevitable. So I want to encourage you to do some research and then make a decision. Don't sit on this for, you know, two weeks or more. You should make a decision today. Like what sounds the most interesting to you? Are you somebody that would enjoy podcasting? Are you somebody that would enjoy blogging? Would you rather make videos? And then as soon as you decide, I want you to commit for one year to publish as often as you can. Now, I know that seems super scary because the next question I always get, the next kickback I always get is, whoa, 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 I don't even know what to write about. Or I can't share a party every single day. And that's true. You probably can't. I know I couldn't. However, there are creative ways to use your content and repurpose it. So let me give you an example. Let's use the unicorn birthday party. So in the unicorn birthday party, I was able to turn that photo shoot and that content into multiple posts. So the first post was obviously about the unicorn party and documenting my daughter's birthday with the featured products. Another post that I was able to create were, you know, five hacks for making a a children's birthday party easier. And then I listed five tips on, you know, ways to have entertainment there or activities for the kids to do or ways to, you know, have easier cleanup. All of those tips that you already have within you. You could also share just the menu ideas, how I incorporated unicorn food items for unicorn birthday party. You can also do roundups of other people's content. Let's say you don't even have time to create the content. Go on Pinterest and find content that you love and message them and ask them for their permission. Say, hey, I'm doing a party roundup on mermaid parties or on corporate events or on holiday parties. And I'd love to feature your blog or your post. Would that be all right with you? I will make sure to tag you and give you the credit. And every time I've ever been asked that, I I say yes. It's a resounding yes, because we all as content creators, that's the mission, right? Is leveraging audiences leveraging our own audience and asking them to help share with their friends and promote as well as leveraging other audiences of people that can help promote me. And so as you are in this game and creating and networking, it's really one of the situations where the high tide rises and raises all ships. So I want to encourage you that if you've been waiting or researching to stop, stop researching. I just gave you three resources. If you want to start a YouTube channel, boom, YouTube, you've got a phone. If you want to start a podcast, boom, anchor, start your podcast. If you want to start a blog, boom, WordPress, done. I've just made this decision so easy for you. I want you to go and get started today. Like set up your account, get it started, and then start thinking about the content that you want to share. Get your message out there because I promise you people are waiting to be inspired by you. People are waiting to be inspired by you and you holding back isn't serving or blessing anyone. I hope that you take this and run with it and just know it's going to be bad at the beginning, you guys. Like I can't stress that enough, but you've got to get those bad ones out of the way. And so I'm giving you permission for it to be messy. I'm giving you permission for it to, to be uncomfortable. And I promise the more you do it, the better you're going to feel. Even in recording this eighth episode, I feel so much more confident in front of the microphone and knowing that if I mess up, it's okay, right? It's all right. If I stumble, I just did it. I just stammered. It's okay. I'm a real person too, right? But as I do it, the more comfortable I feel. And as I feel more comfortable, I think the more that people can tell I've refined and honed my skills. And that, my friends, is what makes you the expert. And that's how you're going to utilize your talents 
to monetize if you so choose, if that makes you happy. If you find value in this podcast, if this is helping you, or if you have questions that you'd like me to address, go ahead and leave me a comment or a review. And I'd love to answer that and help you on your event planning journey. I just want to thank you for being here and I will catch you in the next episode. 